When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gents, welcome back to an ASMR exclusive <laughs> episode of the Pit Stop podcast. It's currently 5.57 a.m. Three minutes until it lights out and away we go, Fab. At the Australian Grand Prix. We've been up all night. We've been up all night. <laughs> I haven't done it all night since I was a kid, like, at school with my mates. <laughs> I know, we, we contemplated sleeping, but the F2 was on. I know. Should we quickly talk about the F2 before we talk about the F1? Yeah, go on, let's get started. Gutted for it. Ollie Berman. I'll say I'm gutted for Ollie Berman. It's just not happening for him. Ollie Berman caught some air. Yeah, he did. In that race today. He's quick. He's quick. He's just getting so unlucky. Wasa won. Porsche second. Leclerc got his first, first ever podium in Formula Two after Leclerc. That's yeah, good, I saw. It? I saw um, Charles going congratulate him afterwards. Oh which really? Quite nice. Yeah, that's sweet. He was there watching him. And now we've got Formula One. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm yeah, so this tired. Yeah, this is fuck. <laughs> Qualifying yesterday though. Where did these Mercedes come from? Russell is <clears> second, <throat> and Hamilton is third. In between Verstappen and Alonso, mate. Yeah, I think we're going to see some serious moves from uh, Lewis today. Do you? Surprisingly enough, yeah. What, I think From third, do you think he could win? He could do. I think Max looks nervous, and I stand by what I said. I don't think Max finishes this race. Yeah, you've been saying it all week, to I be just fair. have a feeling. Like, I don't know. But Piastri's at the back, so... I predict him to win. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Checo starting in the pit lane. Uh huh. Yeah, because they're doing. An, it makes sense if you're back of the grid. You might as well use that as a time to change anything on your car. Yeah, new battery, penalties. new battery, a new electric electronic control unit. Mm. And Bottas as well. Bottas is starting in the pit lane as well. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because that that obviously just pushed. Yeah, you go. They're right at the back of the grid together, mate. And we saw how fucking crazy the F two was. So this is gonna be. This should be good too. A few people have been saying there's very high chance of safety cars. There could be rain, and that first corner apparently that first corner they're expecting like something. You said it could be rain. Well, I've got some people on Instagram that are there, and they're <laughs> saying that the weather's really weird on their stories. Oh, really? So you never know. Also, Jensen Button drove a single-seater through the streets of Melbourne. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Jensen's an absolute G. <laughs> that was on Sky Can Sports, you imagine being way. Jensen Button Pardon? and just doing what he does for the a living? The geezer gets given Rolexes. Just given them. Just chilling for a living. That is, yeah. Talks a little bit of Waffle on Sky. I know. Drives some nice cars around. He is great, but Lazenby is definitely my favourite. Alonso lining up next to Hamilton. That's huge. Huge. Shame he couldn't get better than fourth, but... Yeah, it's huge. Where did this Mercedes time come from? 
But qualifying know. was really weird yesterday. Qualifying's not normally like that because they all stayed out, didn't they? They barely pitted. Mate, it's blazing sun and clear skies. I don't know if there's going to be any rain. You're, oh, well, maybe I saw that yesterday. I don't even know what day it is anymore. We've had a McDonald's breakfast, guys. We, Fab's had a little bit of pork. Yep. Did you enjoy your double bacon sausage yeah. and egg McMuffin? I, I ate all of it. Yeah. I had all of it, yeah. Did you enjoy yours? Yeah. You had double hash brown. Double hash I brown had one. And, and double tropicana orange juice as you well. You had two orange juices. <laughs> yeah, I did, mate. Crafty. Yeah, I've got to get ready for this big race. I feel like we should be speaking in Australian, really. <laughs> Completely letting ourselves down Still got here. a formation lap. Daniel Ricciardo has done Do a know, really funny video on Instagram. Have you seen that? Uh, With the two guys that like <laughs> like his pit crew? That yeah, cracked me up. Yeah, maybe. But it is sad to see Daniel Ricciardo at the Australian Grand Prix doing all this media. I want to see him in the car. Do you know what is sad? What is sad? How, um, how little tyre grip those F2 cars had. Without the tyre blankets today. Well, yeah, when they come out of the pits, they yeah. couldn't even get around turn one. And they're talking about getting rid of them in F1. Well, they are, aren't they? I Every think, year they've been reducing them. And I, then think, uh, I think Lewis Hamilton like, apparently trialled a pair out. Trialled a pair of um, tyres. What? <laughs> what, honest, what? In Barcelona testing. What, wet? Nah, just like tyres that are a different compound of tyre that is meant to be used when they haven't got tyre blankets or something okay. like that. Um what am I talking about? And what did, he, what did he say? And what did he say about these tires? Oh, the formation I think he laps said they underway. were fucking shit, and we need the tire blankets. Uh, yeah, to be fair, F two they were all over the shop the second they come out of the pits. So I don't know. I don't know how they. We get have away with David that. Croft and Jensen Button on the commentary, and we have Ted, who is your pit lane reporter today <laughs> in the Albert Park. Carlos Sainz is in fifth, Leclerc's in seventh. The Ferraris, obviously, Leclerc won it last year, I think. Majority of the grid starting on mediums. We have Gasly on softs along what with Ocon. What would be Ocon. your profession? What did you tell Ruth for today? Did you give Ruth your lap? Yep, I gave... Ruth actually texted me and, and just she literally just said, Are you up? I Mikey yes. texted me and said, said, laps. make sure you have some coffees to stay up. <laughs> I said, make sure you watch out for the cars when you're bringing Alonso out of the garage. So keep a close eye on Alonso coming out. Why am I telling them? It's not live. Is it? They're going to be listening to this after the race. I'm Shit, I don't know where I... Uh... What are you even doing? Mate, the formation lap is, is happening. It's, it's nearly about to be the Australian Grand Prix. Do you remember your prediction? Oh, we had a great chat, You actually. went for Alonso to win. I'll talk about that later. Alonso to win, uh, second Alonso and third fucking Alonso, <laughs> is what I predicted. <laughs> All wow. three of them at once. That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. And I predicted... I don't even remember... But let's just see. Maybe I've been wrong about this Max Verstappen thing that's been going around in well, my I think head you've on been the right. crystal ball. Well, we'll I find honestly out. think you've been I'd right. I'd love a Mercedes to win this. I would love it. If Hamilton wins this, that would be... Also, they showed some clips just now of Hamilton on his debut. Hamilton. Nico Rosberg's Hamilton's on the track, <laughs> apparently. What? Nico Rosberg on track. Why are the, uh, the two McLarens starting last as well? Why is Nico Rosberg on track? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he was. Was Nico Rosberg? No, he was doing? just walking through. <laughs> why, why are the McLarens last? I don't know. I've missed that. Look at that, mate. They haven't even got any points. That is really bad. Yeah, no points for Oscar and no points for Behrman. Do you think pit stop has been a bad omen? I don't know. It's not going very well, is <laughs> I'm it? I'm just looking at the leaderboard right now. We've got Oscar Piastri and Oli Behrman at the top. Neither of them have scored any yeah, points so far Brown, this season. Ever since he come on, podium. Let's see what Alonso, Alonso does now. 
Well, like Michael, uh, there's a you know you could argue that things were already going well for Aston Martin before Michael came <laughs> on. <laughs> what do you reckon? We're just a terrible omen. Matt anyone? Gallagher and Tom Bellingham. They I'm sorry to say, lads, P1's gonna fucking fall to shit now that you've come on it. <laughs> we were just watching and them Felipe live on Dragovic. Twitch. Fabs, Fabs, I wish the best for him. Fabs, it's nearly lights out. Away we go. We'll take you through the first corner, and then I'm probably gonna fall asleep. So we'll turn this up a little bit. What are they drinking? What do you reckon they drink in the Red Bull garage? Don't they just drink like? Branded drinks that they're not sponsored by, but they wrap them in labels or something. Mm. Uh, yeah, I swear I that's know. what we were told because they're not allowed to be seen with them. Oh, here we go. Anyway, <coughs> the Australian Grand Prix. There Two we go. Two cars starting in the pit lane. <laughs> Sergio it's not a bad, not a bad place to start in the pit lane because it's a corner straight away, so they can't the TV go that far is so ahead. loud. Rad's going to lose is his it? absolute oh, shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Rad. Sorry to our neighbours. Here we go. The Australian Grand Prix. Oh, it's a great start from George Russell. Oh, my God. That is a great start from Verstappen George Russell. Tr- Verstappen, oh, Verstappen oh, trying to block him. Oh, George oh, is ahead, mate. George is oh. ahead. <laughs> Let's go, Fernando. Fernando Alonso's... Yeah, nice. Oh, wow. my God. Look at George, mate. George is so far ahead. Whoa, whoa, they're all going to squeeze Max out. Lewis. Whoa, whoa, who's Ferrari in the mud? Oh my God, Leclerc's out already. Matt is going to be going absolutely mad. Oh, they're live streaming. <laughs> Matt and Tommy are live streaming. Oh, oh, I wish I could have seen his reaction. We'll Fuck be it. back after the race. Bye, guys. All right, all right. We are back. It's what a, on earth was that? It's a brand new day. Actually, it's not. It's the same day, isn't it? We've had a sleep. Emotionally, it's a fucking new day. I feel like it's a complete next day. I feel revived. I feel awake. I feel alert. We just listened back to the first part of this pod. Yeah, we were completely <laughs> asleep. It's pretty bad. So I don't know how much we'll leave in. But um, yeah, guys. Wow. What a Grand Prix. I have no idea where to start. Absolutely no idea where to start. Absolute chaos. I know where I would like to start. Seven DNFs. Seven bloody DNFs, and obviously my Wasn't max. Eight? Seven at the end, I'm pretty sure. I, th- I heard it was eight. Oh well, yeah, yeah no, a could lot. Be wrong. Could my be max wrong. Verstappen prediction was wrong. He's he's won. Um, we'll definitely get into that. <laughs> there's Look, only there's so many times we can say that Red Bull is so clear. There's something sus, mate. There's something sus. How is he? How is he like eight seconds ahead of Lewis after three laps? And then like, I think we're getting some questionable, questionable red flags to bring the whole field back together. Oh, so yeah. I, I do think there's some stuff for us to dibble dabble into today. Fabio Not that Boca. they did did anything. But, but I do um, want to say Lewis Hamilton second. Love to see him back on the podium. Great race from him. Gutted for George Russell after his amazing start. Your car sets on fire. There's nothing you could do about that. A really interesting race because I couldn't believe they all made it to the end on hards. But I'm sure Fab's notebook was... Well, you were asleep for like 85% <laughs> of the was race. No, there was no Fab's you notebook. You were asleep for the, today. Me- the best I'm, bit. I'm staring at my phone now, clutching at straws, trying to find some stuff. I fell asleep around about lap 40. Now, guys, we'd stayed up all night because we wanted to watch the F2. Mm. We missed the sprint. We didn't watch the sprint on um, on Saturday. So, yeah, we wanted to stay up watch the F2, which was another eventful race. Ollie Berman, again, not great. We actually spoke about it at the beginning of this one already. But, but I um, am really enjoying the F2. Mate, I'm... Question, it's questionable, man. I'm potentially enjoying it more than the F1 at times. I like the sprint. I like the format. And obviously, there's a lot of speak around the F1 and the, and the current format. And I'm sure with this lovely gap in races we have, there's going to be a lot of time for us to speak about all of these changes in f1 and stuff like that but first corner of the race we lost charles leclerc today 
which Matt Gallagher would have been completely unhappy about. We haven't actually spoke to him yet. So. <laughs> I don't know if Matt is in the, probably in the mood for talking, to be honest. <laughs> that is a disaster, really, for Ferrari. Disaster, but you know what? I'm happy for Carlos, <clears throat> even though he had a bit of uh, bad luck as well with that time penalty, which, again, was just completely ridiculous. I'm not really sure why he was given a that time penalty That is one of the things that, that I really don't like about that, because he had an incredible race. He was so quick. Yep. And then... To, to get a five-second penalty, put him all the way back mm. because they went from the grid order. And obviously on the grid order, they're going to be right behind each other. So basically that whole restart thing benefited Aston Martin and that. But absolutely fucked signs. Yeah, yeah. One thing I do like, though, is signs in the last week has just seemed different. Different animal. I don't know whether he's just got laid or something, but <laughs> he's got this like fire behind his eyes now. I, there's only so long he will be happy think? to be a number... Yeah, of course. Do you not think he just looks awake? Like I don't just think looks... he wants to be number two. I, it's quite clear <laughs> that to Ferrari, Leclerc is their number one. Yeah. And to him, he's probably like, no way, I'm not having that. But I did see, see what you mean. I saw an interview where he was talking to someone and he, he, you could just tell he was really there, eyes fully open. Yeah. Like he's, yeah, so gutting for signs, really. It's just not happening for Ferrari, is it? Not really. Um, I wanted to bring this up, yeah. Before the race, no, sorry. Well, yeah, it was before the race. It was the night before, the night of quality. Um, texting Ruth Buscombe again, mm -hmm. Alfa Romeo strategist. And she said that they're just, because it was about nine, ten o'clock, I think, at that point. And she was still at the track and she said that they're doing simulations. Si what? Yeah. What, on Friday? Uh, it was Saturday night, I think. So oh, then, what? They were doing race simulations? Yeah. So... Okay. So what? do you know what that entails? No. See, I've kind of put two and two together, but it was... so. Can this be public info? Yeah. Yeah. So I think every team does this. I think they just have... And I'm probably going to be fucking wrong, and then I'm going to get a text from Ruth <laughs> on Monday <laughs> afternoon saying, Fab's your way off. We, so they have a computer, and it just runs millions and millions of simulations of that track of like every single condition, every single thing possible to figure out the best tyre strat, like mm -hmm. tyre strat. And I'm sitting there thinking, so Ruth, what the fuck do you actually, what do you get, what do you do then? What do you get paid to do? If there's yeah, a computer. Yeah, the simulator does everything and then you just pick whichever <laughs> one comes out the most likely. And you get paid handsomely. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you getting paid to do? Now, obviously I'm joking, but that is very interesting to know that, um, I guess I kind of already knew that they did that, but I didn't know they did it the night before. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe that's with changing weather conditions off the information they got from that day. Maybe they with, thought it was the rain. It was really interesting to see how Russell pitted right at the beginning, took hards, and then was going to the end. We're going to go to the end of the race on hards. Obviously, that could have worked. Yeah. But the red flags meant that there was like no proper pit stops today, mm. which is a completely different thing for the pit crew because they're normally under so much pressure. But facts, they, yeah, when they were red flag, they could just they change, just change the them under that. red flag. And did you see Lewis like checking his front nose cone for any damage? and stuff no yeah he was like as soon as he got out of the car and the red flag he was checking like the front so of his you, car you noticed that but you didn't see the alpines take each other out no, or any of no. the cars i just had to watch end. the highlights this morning man i was laying on this sofa my my lids were drooping man. yeah and i i don't know i thought you were gonna sleep i so feel sorry for the people in australia though because i was saying last night but like if that was like that for us once that must be like that for them like every single week all the time yeah and it was like exciting to do you know once once a year i remember last year it being really really late as well 
like, it, it was worth staying up for. It was, yeah. It, it was, was an amazing race. By it's far always the best worth race staying up for. I yeah. always feel it's it's like <laughs> it's like when you go on a night out and you don't get home till really early, and it's always a fucking great idea until you're like you're walking home and the birds are chirping and the sun's coming up and you feel like, I hate like that. you feel horrible. I hate That's what that. I felt like after this race. I just felt disgusted in myself. I had to go get a shower. I went for a shower at like 4 a.m. before the race because I was like, this is horrible. But after the race, did you not feel happy with Mr. Fernando Alonso? Um, not straight away, mate, because I, the first thing that I saw when I turned the TV on was a leaderboard saying he was like down in seventh or eighth. So I thought, what the fuck because happened last night? So they were going to reset the grid. But yeah. then because they went round the first turn, they hadn't all gone out of sector one. Yeah, they hadn't reached the end of sector one yet. Or something There's been like. a few things that have come up. So we'll just brush over the main talking points. One, the decision to do what they did with the grid. Was that the right thing? I mean, it meant that Piastri got his first points in Formula One. So I'm happy about that. The, tra the tractors actually ended up doing all right. I, I can't believe they actually both sco scored points. I don't know how that you. happened. The Alpines were looking like seriously fast. I'm so sad for Gaz. For Gaza. Mm. Yeah, he was fourth for a <laughs> lot of it. 58 laps. I know. Sweating your bollocks off. Put, putting your heart on the line around that track. Because that's not that's not a fun track to drive. Well, obviously, it must be fun, but it's not going to be an easy one no. to drive. Can you imagine going hell for leather for you know, nearly two hours? And then, <laughs> and then well, crashing into your fucking teammate. That's where like, I think a lot, of, a little bit of credit, like a lot of, obviously Max is in the quickest car, so it's hard to give him loads and loads and loads of credit. But like on that last lap, he did show that like he is fucking great, really. Like, because when it was restarted, he couldn't let anyone get in front of him or anything like that. So it was, it was a major for him that he had a good start and got around that first corner. And he said yeah. after the race on the first corner, when Russell went round him, he just didn't want to fight it. Because he knew he had the pace, like, mm. and that's smart. Like that—that that is smart. Do you know who Awasa drives for in F two? Dams, dams. Mm -hmm. No, they must have a big Red Bull sponsor because their car looks. We're like in F two. There's like six or seven Red Bull cars. Yeah. They have like green front There's wings, loads. yellow front wings. I red. wonder how much influence Red Bull has, because Awasa pulled away off that fucking starting line just as quick as Verstappen does in an F one car. Now I don't want to be superstitious, but I'm trying to link the two together. But the F2 cars aren't built the same, are they? No, they're all, they're, all, Could all, be the fuel. they're all the same, but the aero, the aero department. The aero? Yeah, you and me need some, some big words with Callum, don't we? Yeah, I reckon we do have a few questions for him. We've got a load of questions. You Not did, that he you, would even tell us. But. You noticed that last night, and I'm pretty sure everyone watching as well did, when Hamilton and Verstappen, was, when literally Verstappen goes past Hamilton, and then by the end of the lap, he's like three seconds it's, ahead. It's ridiculous. That is... Absolutely chaos. I also need to say, Lando Norris, unbelievable race. Lando Norris had an unbelievable race. Was it? Was it good for him, mate? You were like half asleep, but he was holding off Checo for ages. Oh yeah, I missed that. That Red Bull is so much quicker well, than that McLaren. That's when I fell asleep. For then. Ages. Whatever lap that was, because when I I remember the last thing seeing was Checo was behind him, and there was about six seconds, and the commentator was was saying, yeah, that he probably shouldn't fight it. Crofty was saying like Lando probably shouldn't fight that. It's not his fight. Yeah, I don't. It didn't even really look like Lando was fighting it as such. But after a while, Checo did get past. But yeah, it was an interesting race because you really saw the DRS trains. You saw it in F2, you saw it in F1. There were so many trains of cars. And like Piastri was in one for pretty much the whole race. Norris was in one for pretty much the whole race. And then Norris, even with DRS, just couldn't get past mm. the Alpha Tauri. And Piastri was the same. Like with DRS, just couldn't get past Sonoda. <sighs> Do you know what I like about this sport is that 
I know obviously we've only just joined very, very recently, but I mean, this sport's been going for so long and I feel like they're just still trying to figure out, they're still trying to figure out what's, what's the best way to do everything in terms of the rules, in terms of mm -hmm. the cars, in terms of the DRS zones, everything like that, which I think is well exciting. It definitely is going to have a lot of changes. There'll definitely be a lot that will happen. And I, I like the feeling of it. I mean, even though it's like, I want to say it's like chaos. It's like chaos in F1 because they're mm. constantly trying to like, they change the car, then they think, oh fuck, like this, it's affected this, this, that, and the other, and now we've got to change this. But it's a constant battle, and I think that keeps everyone on their toes. And also watching every other team do it. So they've got to figure <laughs> out like, do we try and copy that? Do we try and do the same thing? Like, do you stick in your lane if you see someone do something really well? Mm. Like, will people now be looking at Mercedes going, well, hang on, they were really quick in Q3 and qualifying. They've done very well in the race. Russell might have could have maybe won if he didn't go out with the fire so yep. where does that now bring us for Azerbaijan when we it was very clear that McLaren and Mercedes are going to bring big upgrades for Baku so if they can do that with before upgrades I do want to say just before we go into that I like I was mad impressed with Alex Albin up until the crash yeah he, he was amazing he was like fourth fifth flying around do you know what it is with Alex I think because he's such a lovely guy mm. and he's very like he's open to like talking to the media and the press and give him the time of day it's actually, it's gained me a lot of respect for him because when you have someone who comes across nice like that and then you've got an absolute fucking warthog like Max, he's just got all this like negative, not a negative energy, but he's got this like high octane energy around him. It's easy to just, to just think like Max is the man mm. and Alex probably just isn't very good. But Alex is actually a fucking class driver. I've only just, I mean, I'm sure people know that who listen to this pod, but I've only come to realize it recently. Like what he can do in that Williams is impressive and it makes sense to me now why he was at Red Bull for a bit. Yeah, and he was amazing in qualifying as well. He was setting quickest sector, especially in the middle sector. Yeah. To get that out of the Williams. And it does show you because to be fair, Logan is struggling in that Williams. I mean, if anyone did see Logan's little bump at the very end of the race, it was <coughs> quite bad. Yeah, it was quite bad. Um, I don't know, I didn't see it actually. Did you not? <laughs> no. I do want to say quickly as well, a little stat that I ripped off Crofty. Had... Alonso got a pole in quali. Mm. It would have been 177 races since his first uh, races. Alonso's f sorry, it, yeah, it would have been 177 races since his last pole in 2012, when only Hamilton, Perez, Hulkenberg were the only other drivers from the current grid at that time. Wow, big change in the grid then. I don't know if that made any sense. No, I got absolutely fucking out of it, man. <laughs> Just said, wow, I'm intending to go along with it. On to the next thing. On to the next. Yeah, thing. next yeah, thing. Yeah, let's fucking get out of it. Let's go. No, yeah, what a race. It's a shame about Albon. That was crazy as well, because when he crashed and spam around and that, that dust come up, Hulkenberg, literally, that is when it gets really scary, because you watch it at home and it's like, oh, there's a crash. But you've got to think, when you saw Hulkenberg's helmet cam, he can't <coughs> even literally see that car. You could just smash straight into the back of that without even knowing it's there. And that's... Yeah. that's... Mate, you saw it in F2, when that car was on the side, and then... Um, uh, is it Hadjaz or something like that? His, his um, suspension went and he crashed straight into the wall. Oh, yeah. And I yeah, was yeah. just thinking, oh my God, he could have gone straight into that car. Hadjar, he's very fucking vocal on the mic, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of the F2 guys. And it's funny because they're so young. Yeah, they all sound about 13. It's yeah, crazy. They do, they do all sound really young. But I, I wanted to say I saw um, two things actually. Firstly, going back to what you just said, why do you think Max Verstappen has that energy compared to Albin? Like, do you reckon it's because he's not English? No, it's, I don't think it's because of that. Um, 
I just think like he's just got that Warriors mentality where he doesn't take no shit. You know what I mean? You but see, do you think we're surrounded by English media? Speaking of Alex Albert, look, there he is on the TV talking to Will Buxton. We're surrounded by English media, which means that we predominantly see coverage for a lot about Lewis, a lot about you know English drivers because we got English media. But in like Netherlands. I bet, like, everyone in... Like, the guy we met, like, the tuk-tuk driver, he absolutely loved Max Verstappen. Mm. Like, I reckon they view it completely different to us because the media presented in front of them is completely different. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because I think Max has actually got great energy. Like, I know exactly what you mean. Like, Albin is just... Uh, he's a lovely guy. I thought he's Albin, very different. He's just more open he glows to, different. like... Yeah, yeah, more open to um, just, like, giving the time of day to, to people. But then I also think... What's Max like behind closed doors? Because he's clearly, whatever he's doing is clearly working. But everyone tells us he's sound. Yeah, everyone, that's what everyone, I mean. Everyone, everyone says he's amazing. Everyone that we speak to um, who knows Max is always like, yeah, Max gets bad press, but he's actually just a fucking, like, one of the nicest guys in the yeah, group. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm it's, sure he probably is. It's crazy how different countries and different things show different press, and you never really know. I mean, obviously, Albin is good. <laughs> Watching the interview we're going to come across now, he's going to come across really well on here. It's also this, like the scenario that you meet people in, I think. Because we go to these F1 weekends and we meet people when they're fucking locked in. They're zoned in. Like All they're thinking about is those fucking five red lights going out. Like, if someone, if, you, if someone walks past you and doesn't say hello, then, you'd like, then, it's, then you shouldn't expect them to because they're in that zone. Mm. They're ready to race. Whereas if you meet someone outside of that, like we hadn't really met Lando until we went karting with those lads. Mm, yeah, yeah. But meeting... Um, Meeting Lando properly, Carton. It's hard to believe that he's an F1 driver in that situation because he's just another dude. We spoke about this already, but yeah. I think when you, it depends on the scenario that you meet someone in. Do you know what I mean? If you meet For someone sure. on, on a race weekend, they could be <clears throat> they could be in a completely different mindset. Yeah, we've also the boat, the couple of times we've met Alex, it's always been really chill. So he's yeah. always been really nice. But no, it's really interesting to to hear how different people see different perspectives of drivers. Crofty went on for pretty much the whole race out, would have been Sonoda's third, 11th position, 11th finish in a row, but he finished 10th. So that was gutting. <laughs> Crofty definitely wanted that. No, seven DNFs. Gasly DNF'd, Ocon DNF'd, De Vries DNF'd, Sargent DNF'd, Magnussen DNF'd, Russell, Albon, and Leclerc. That is a hefty bill. Oh my God. Seven DNFs is a hefty bill. Well, like you just said, Baku next, mate, and that's another fucking tight track. Did you see the Alpine video on their account of Gasly and Ocon? So you were asleep for this crash. So you have you actually seen that crash? Yes. It was like not really anyone's fault. Yeah, it, it, it went it. down as a racing incident. Like I have you could, watched it. But but then they put a video up after they're both on a private jet home and like Gasly and Ocon are sat there and they're like, hi guys, yeah, didn't go our way today. And I'm just thinking like, he must want to fucking kill him. Like, <laughs> you'd be so pissed, really, but you just can't say anything. So whose fault you're... was it? Well, no one's really racing incident. You well, saw... I heard someone say it was Gasly's fault. You saw how tight it was. Well, I think Ocon technically goes into the back of Gasly, but then you could argue Gasly kind of comes... Look, no one's fault. It was so tight going around that corner. And also, if you're going to do what they've done, give them two laps to race everyone is gonna do what they've done aren't they you, yeah. you're gonna win the, there's no drs yep so you're, you're gonna jump up every corner that you can yeah it was nice um it was nice to watch oscar get pressed at times mm. and him kind of let it happen like he kind of rolled over like a dog a little bit and, and kind of let people overtake him because of all the chaos that was happening to him it's not worth fucking challenging that stuff uh -huh. and, and putting himself out at home race 
and it paid off because he stayed in the race and he'd done really well. He's learning. He's 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 learning. But I I will say that definitely shows that he's the best out of the rookies. That race shows Do by think, f- yeah. yeah by far because that McLaren is <clears throat> slow. He did it the other week in Q3. He he showed that he was quick in a slow car. But this week to pick up eighth, and I know there was a lot of DNFs. But you got to think when Albon was running that quick in the Williams and Sargent was further back. Yeah, he's it shows you the difference between them two. And he's not far behind Norris, who is quite clearly one of the quickest drivers on the grid. After watching him hold up Perez. Well, I've got the standings here, mate, <clears throat> after the Australian The, the driver's standings. I'll have both. Ooh. So we have Verstappen first with 69 points. Hey, hey. And then Ooh. we got Perez second. And then we got Alonso third, mate. Now, 45 points. 45 points. Perez with 54. He's nine points behind Perez. Now, that looks insanely promising. Mm-hmm. But then when you... Flip over to the uh, to the team standing. Sorry, Aston Martin are in second. But when you look at the points difference between them and Red Bull, they have half. Is it amount. already massive? They have half the amount of points. Yeah, I think constructors might might be yeah done. I I said literally two episodes episodes ago. I don't think a Red Bull win every week, but to be honest, I I probably do think a Red Bull will win every week now. Charles Leclerc down in tenth with six points. Mate, level with Hulkenberg. Level with Hulkenberg. Sorry, Nico Hulkenberg. Who is this guy? Okay? Absolute machine. <laughs> Who by the is this guy? He was good in qualifying, and then he was good in the race. That he was good in the race. I know nothing about him. Where did he finish? It must be it? the Haas effect, man, because when K Mag came back and Seven. he put that fucking lap in, everyone was like, "Holy shit, K Mag's the god." The, ha- the Haas is not a, not a bad car at the moment. Mm. But yeah, I've got a stat here. Last year, three rounds in, Charles Leclerc had seventy-one points, and he was first in the standings. 34 points clear of Verstappen. This year, after three rounds, he's got six points and is 10th in the standings. That is quite a difference for Ferrari to navigate when they probably went into this year maybe even expecting to be better than last year. Where did he qualify? Leclerc. Yeah. Leclerc qualified. I've, I'm glad you asked me, that because I've got everything right in front of me, Because my the crash was unfortunate, so... You can't I'd like to update you, Charles Leclerc. Start at the back of the grid. Did he? Took a penalty, remember? Penalties, all right, of course. It's been a long did, day. Yeah. It's been a long day. It's been a long 24. It's been a long 48 hours because Friday night was long too. Um, look, wasn't the car's fault today. No. So there's time. There's time for them to come back. Time for Ferrari to come back. Charles Leclerc, again, he just got caught up in something unfortunate, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He was on the outside, wasn't he? Turned in. Right at the beginning with Stroll, wasn't it? Caught, hit, up, hit up the arse. Caught the Stroll. back left of Stroll's car or something like that. It's a shame because Stroll has caused a couple crashes in a couple races this year. But they haven't really been his fault. No, not re- they're racing incidents. <clears throat> they're racing incidents. What about the red flagging though? Should we talk about that? <laughs> Do you, Because I remember last year there was a couple of races where there was like a yellow flag on like lap three laps before the end and Mate, then they happened. just kept going round. It happened in Saudi. They brought a full safety car out in Saudi when they, when can't remember who it was who crashed, but they drove I think it was maybe was it Sergeant? I can't remember, but they drove their car off the track. Like the car wasn't on the track and they had a full safety car come out. Okay. There seems to be a lot of strange stuff happening this year. Again, like I said before, I don't want to be the conspiracy theorist, but Yeah. The only thing that makes me feel better about it is we saw the same in F2. It took them ages to clear up in F2 as well. Like, literally took them 16 minutes to get a car off the track in F2. So, Australia, they clearly are just quite slow at getting things off the track. And 
I could see why they red flagged Albon because there was debris everywhere. Yeah, I get that. I get that. That that, that makes sense. But yeah, red flagging is interesting and standing starts is interesting as well because it just shows like Russell at the beginning was able to jump Verstappen off the grid. And then you, go, you say to them all, right, you've got to line up on the grid again now. You'd love that if you were a driver. You're like, oh, thank God I get another shot. I'm just happy that this year there is stuff happening like elsewhere in the grid. Yeah. I just, if Max is going to like run away with the Red Bull, then that's boring like last year. At least there's going to be something else happening in the middle of the pack mm. now, which is, the, I mean, the real fight isn't with Red Bull, is it? It's between like Mercedes, Aston Martin and Ferrari, potentially Ferrari. Pretty incredible though. Three world champions sharing the podium. podium. Yeah. That is, that's pretty epic. Like that shows that clearly these people are the best drivers. They are. That's pretty wild. Moving forward to Baku. I know. We've got Baku. a couple of weeks off. How long is it? Is it three weeks? Three weeks, yeah. It's at, it's at the end of this month, 28th to the 30th okay. of April. I wonder the, what Aston Martin are going to bring. It's the one with that horrible corner, mate. The horrible <coughs> corner. On the castle. Yeah. That corner, oh my God. With, yeah, with the castle either side. And I can never get around the corner after either. Oh, we've got there's, to do it. Been... <laughs> we've, got to, we've got to record it oh, for the yeah. Pits of the Championship. We've got to do Australia first. Yeah, Guys, we, we, hope we hope you've been loving the, uh, the Pit Stop Championship. If you haven't checked it out already, head over to our YouTube. We're going to be posting... Uh, me and Jack are going to be racing each other every race weekend following yeah. the F1 calendar. Commentated by Matt Gallagher. Yep, absolute legend. Saudi Arabia was a disaster. It would be shy if it wasn't for Matt. <laughs> yeah, no, it'd be shy if it wasn't <laughs> so for thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, it needs the commentary. Yeah. But it's a very intense competition. Jake and Fab are both in the McLarens. We replaced Delando Norris and Oscar Piastri. Jake's ahead with 10 points. Fab's ten, on ten zero points. points. Two races. Yeah, last race. You just have to, you have to watch Saudi because it, it was... Um, it was well and truly quite something. Alfa Romeo, Joe got some points today. That's good for them. They weren't happy. Were they not? Roof was was not happy today. Okay. Um, again, I missed it, didn't I? But can you tell me any more? I can. Um, she texted me saying fuck. So I said... I love the way there's like no boundary of what's, what, what's personal here. It's just straight on the pod. Yeah. At two o'clock she said fuck. And then I just said I fell asleep at lap 40. And then she said fuck again. Half an hour later, she just said, fuck again. So I said, well, it's not bad for you guys. Though. You got points. Are you out on the Raz? She said, no, it was, it, was a, it was a disaster, Fab. We had it all. And then the red flag ruined it all. Oh. So not really sure what she meant by that. I just said, well, go, go drown your sorrows. You got red, robbed by the red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows whether we're going to see more red flags. Interesting, isn't it? The one race Michael Massey goes back to, we get a red flag right at the end and then they start racing. They just wanted to go motor racing, didn't they? Yeah, but then Michael Massey came back and then Mercedes had the best race they've had all season. So <laughs> Look, there you go. I don't really care what anyone says because I'll hands down say that was by far the best race this season so far. And if every race this year is that crazy and has stuff going on, this is much better for the sport. Yeah, definitely. Much better for the sport. Like, admittedly, every time Max Verstappen's 20 seconds out front, they can't just red flag it. But, you know, if I was working there, I probably would. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably go, fuck this. Let's, let's make this a bit more interesting. Let's make that our goal then, mate. Let's make it our goal to one day run the FIA. We can create our own rules. Would it be fair? Yeah. To be fair, I'd I'd have like a rule that if there's a if someone's ten seconds out front, it would always be a red flag. I'd bring back I'd, <laughs> I'd bring back so uh, fueling, mate. Really? I'd bring back fueling, yeah, <clears throat> and I'd also bring back one person per wheel on the pit stops. That would be chaos. Yep. I was thinking this in the shower that it's 
I'm now giving my shower thoughts on the Pit Stop podcast. But I think Formula One's quite a strange sport, um, media-wise, when you hear everyone's different opinions in that, because people were so set on like supporting a driver or a team that like they only really like regulations or things that work for that particular like it's a bit different to like football almost whereas like football you'd kind of want an all-rounded change yeah whereas like certain changes would benefit certain teams in f1 you just reminded me of a huge talking point by the way wow um they've made the they made the boxes bigger that the cars started on the grid Okay. So after Fernando Alonso got penalised for being slightly out of his box mm-hmm. in Saudi Arabia, got aware of it though. Same had happened to, no, Esteb- to Esteban Ocon in Bahrain. They both went to sh- to uh, whoever the fuck they talked to, Stuart, mm-hmm. the stewards, and they said Stuart, the steward, <coughs> Stuart. They, I don't There's know who the Stuart guy Stuart. is. They always talk about, it, but Ocon and Alonso went to Stuart and they said, look cut us some fucking slack like yeah, yeah there was there's, there's been absolutely no advantage to me being slightly outside the box and so they said yeah okay we hear you we'll make the the boxes bigger mm-hmm. and they did it so now every grand prix the grid boxes is going to be how much bigger it's not by much i don't know how much bigger it is but it's only you know a tiny minuscule amount but like a, a few inches either side yeah no they needed to do that and also on the last when they lined up again someone screen grabbed it and there's a picture where it looks like Max is out of his box. Now, I've zoomed in, and for all the conspiracists, he is in the box. He's not mm. out of it. But, like, it is interesting, because if that was the beginning of the race, maybe they would have gone, like, whoa, mm. he's proper overhanging the front of the box Yeah, there. and they should have penalised him for it, just to make things fair. I, do you know what? I struggled, because the whole of last year, every pod, I was like, let's go, Max, let's go, Red Bull. Obviously, we just kind of support whoever, and we're very, like, just want a good race. But because of that, that's why I keep saying it's a shame that we have the same person out front. Not in any bad blood there at all. I think it's amazing. That, you know, he could break no, so I many love records. Red, I just love Red Bull because they've been so nice to us. So, and Red Bull are just one of my favourite brands anyway. So always going to be a big Red Bull fan. But um, Three races, three wins, mate. Callum's going to be happy. Mm-hmm, he is. Three races, so is three Christian. wins. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, well, shame about Checo, though. Yeah. Big shame about Checo because he was having an absolute blinder. I want to go to Christian's house. How are we going to make that happen then? Um, <laughs> Wait, did Checo finish the race? Yeah, Checo finished fifth. Checo finished fifth. I reckon we could go. Checo's race was was marvellous. And if he'd got round Norris quicker, he probably would have got higher. The Alonso-Hamilton battle was insane as well. And I love seeing the respect between them two. I think mm. that's really special. But you're right, Baku next. Yeah. Baku, we've got a break in races. What are we going to do for the next couple of weeks? Um, well, we're probably going to put Australia out, the pit stop thingy. Pit stop championship, yeah. And then we'll probably also put Baku out like before the race weekend. So you, you guys are going to have two, at least you know, two decent YouTube vids coming out. Maybe some guests, because everyone's coming guests. back to London. So who knows who we can pull on the pod? Exactly. And we're going to have nothing else to talk about. No. So it'd be good to get a decent guest on. I saw a DM from someone saying, so excited for pit stops episode after the Australian Grand Prix. I was so tired I didn't take anything in. And I'm so tired today that I can't even oh, talk no. about it. I'm People so have sorry. been so excited about this, Fab. <laughs> have they really? Yeah. Oh, well, that makes me feel bad about the intro now because we sound so dead. We're really? Yeah. Oh, what, what, at 5am? Yeah. Ah, that's all right. That's all right. It's been a long day. I'm glad we did it. It's that been a long day, out. guys. We know you've all had a long day as well, so we're going to let you chill out for the rest of the evening or the afternoon or the morning now, depending on what time you're listening. Mm. Hope you've all been enjoying... Hope you've been enjoying... <laughs> so, so do I. <laughs> yeah? Hope you've yeah. been enjoying season two. You know, it's um, been a good start to the first race, few races in Formula One. 
After the break, we have Miami, which means Pit Stop is going to be hitting the road. As you guys know that follow the pod, we like to keep this personal. If we have any new viewers, we'd want to tell you all about our adventures, everything we get up to. Let's wait until the fucking flights are booked first. Oh, yeah, because you know what will <laughs> happen. Yeah, you? you know our Because we should have been in Australia. Something well, horrendous We should have been in Australia. I and know. just looking at this now, looking at the paddock, that's in Bahrain. That's not Australia. <laughs> okay, that is the end. I, just want, the end I, the I want to do a night race, mate. Well, with Singapore, when's that? Towards the the later end of the year, I think. Yeah, so if anyone's got any spare tickets for Singapore, a private jet and a couple of hotel rooms. Let us know. Just give us a shout. Yep. And um, we'll be there. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Pit Stop Podcast. Thank you so much. Rate it five stars. Hit the like button. Hit the follow button. I just reminded myself of Dinner with John. Have you seen that guy? No. There's a guy on Instagram. I think his name's like Dinner with John. And he's this, this chubby guy. And he's just like, hello. Thank you for coming over for dinner. And today I'm making pasta. <coughs> Should we start cooking? And then he, he's like ASMR for cooking. But when he chops like a tomato, he'll karate chop it with his hand. And then You in, don't use TikTok, do you? In edit, we'll think. No, I use Instagram Reels. Instagram Reels, and all you watch is them, pig videos. Pig videos, yeah. If people could see my my homepage on Instagram, it's pigs, food, and women. <laughs> <laughs> it's only fair we talk about pigs now, because literally this episode a year ago was the episode you announced to the pod that you wanted a pig. You yeah. said all I want is a pig, so we should Come on, this is not the surprise episode. <laughs> so, where's Fabio? the fucking pig? Fabs in where, where is the pig? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I've got a surprise for Fab. Oh my God, I would die. I'm joking, I haven't got a pig, but if everyone rates the podcast five stars, I might get Fab a pig. Let's, okay. let's maybe move out the flat first. Yeah? Let me get some land. I think we're going to be kicked out after playing that F1 last night. Rad. No, we're going to be kicked out if we don't pay our happy. rent on time. <laughs> Got that bit. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.